With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning, everybody. It is 6.08 here on your Friday. So that's good news. It's Friday. We like that. KCO Day radio program. Coming up on the show, several follow-up stories. Uh, going back to the uh, Trump administration, um, I'm, when we do them, I will encourage all of you to be seated uh, or near the um, nearest fainting couch in your home, as uh, you will no doubt be shook. They are, um, wow, right, kind of stories, and um, it's Friday. I don't want to get anyone injured right before the weekend hits. Also, we'll talk about murder hornet legislation, because some of you couldn't help yourselves. Um, interacting with police. Got a couple of those stories this morning. Let's see here. Jerry Nadler's doing Jerry Nadler stuff. Uh, we have wildlife stories, and we will cancel a child actor who is no longer a child, but is uh, still canceled, which uh, I just saw this morning. It's very sad. In fact, um, let me just get this out there in case you were uh, going to get up this morning and perhaps turn on one of his movies. All right, Ross, you haven't seen this. Which child actor do you think is canceled now? Child actor from our generation, so child when we were children that we watched. Now, uh, obviously older. Uh, Macaulay Culkin? Yes. Really? Yeah, Kevin McAllister uh, is canceled, so. All right, what high crime uh, did Macaulay Culkin uh, commit? Well, back in 2018, he did an interview with Joe Rogan. Yes, yeah, 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 there's a Joe Rogan angle in here, too. So he was doing an interview with Joe Rogan, and he Joe Rogan asked him about his wife, right? So he had married uh, this woman by the name of Brenda Song. Brenda Song is Asian. And in the interview, McCulkin is talking about how um, that when he has mixed-race children, he'll be able to make Asian jokes because him and his girlfriend at the time, now his wife, um, they make jokes like that. And that is not okay. Um, he, quote, uh, made several Asian jokes and claimed he would be allowed to do so 
uh, with mixed race children. But he, what he was talking about is he was talking about the way that he interacts with her, uh, his his girlfriend, now wife at the time. And I got to tell you, I know quite a few couples that are mixed heritage, and you should hear the crap they say to each other. Right, one of my one of my very 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 good friends when I was growing up is a uh, Hispanic guy, and he's married to a white woman, and they are they are friggin' hilarious. By the way, they got four kids now and the whole deal, but like <laughs> she'll make she'll she'll bust his chops because like I was over there one time and they were having problems with their roof. And so she was just giving him all this grief, like, how, she goes, how am I married to you, and our roof has an issue? <laughs> <laughs> and, and he'll give it right back to her, too. And you know what? They are they're a great couple, man. And it, look, I don't know how it is for, for all of you, and obviously that's, I don't know what Macaulay Culkin's relationship is with his wife there. The last time I saw Macaulay Culkin, he went through that period where he was just weird, right? And maybe it was just weird seeing Macaulay Culkin grown up, but I saw him. You know the guy uh, who has the YouTube channel who made the glitter bomb packages. He, he designed these these porch pirate boxes that actually, if people stole them, they had like built in cameras, and people would take them. And if they opened them, he had a fan that dispersed glitter everywhere in their vehicle in their house, and then had fart spray and all this. Um, has a huge YouTube following, and uh, Macaulay Culkin was in on several other of those. And I saw him on that guy's channel for, like, uh, Bait Package 2 or Bait Package 3. Right? See, you know, just a grown-up dude. Still kind of obviously looks like Macaulay Culkin, but whatever. Seemed like he was doing fine. So here he is doing an interview with Joe Rogan, and he's making jokes about the way that he interacts, and, and obviously he's cutting up with Rogan and... All the rest of this, and now, because we're in this era of, well, uh, you know, uh, all things, uh, the the rash of Asian hate crimes by white supremacists, which, I don't know, man. Have you seen any of the videos of uh, some of these street crimes where uh, uh, Asian men and women are getting beat up? Have you watched any of those videos? There have been, been a lot here, uh, you know, in this period. And... Um, It's almost as if part of the narrative's not holding up, right? Just, you know, just pointing that out there. You know, perhaps maybe this was um, was more about the politicalization. It's not to say that people were not attacked. And, by the way, we're not attacked because of who they are. I don't disagree with that at all. But when you try to pigeonhole this as a, uh, a political movement to shore up blocks of voters... Because you create this narrative that actually belies the own statistical crimes of, you know, certain race attacking certain races. People, it, it, it allows people to dismiss what is an actual problem. And an actual problem is somebody being walk, walking down the street who happens to be of Chinese heritage or, or Korean or whatever it may be, getting punched in the face because of it. While security guards stand around and watch. That's a problem. So anyway, McCulkin's doing his thing, and he's talking about the relationship there. And I love. And by the way, I'm looking under the. Uh, I pulled up the tweet so I could uh, just look at the video there real quick. 
And it's nothing but people who are in mixed race relationships talking about all of the horrible things they say to their spouses. <laughs> uh, this is great. My wife and 18-month-old son are Korean, and she's trying to teach him to say white devil because she thinks it's funny. <laughs> that is funny. That's friggin' hilarious. Are you kidding me? Uh, well, anyway, so Macaulay Culkin, unfortunately, canceled for something from three years ago. It didn't help that it was on Joe Rogan's show because that's kind of like happy hunting ground for outraged moon bats. But uh, there you go. So, yeah, we'll, we'll kick it off with that. And we got some social media shenanigans and a variety. Oh, and men's health tips. So what you're going to need is you're going to need a thing of hemorrhoid cream and a giant syringe. I'm assuming when I sent this over yesterday, you immediately were like, wow, this is amazing. Actually, I had the other reaction. I was like, yeah, I probably should never do that. Now, prior to seeing this and seeing how it played out, were you on the fence as to whether you should do that? I'm going to be completely honest. I never thought about it. But let's say somebody had suggested it to you. Right. I'd probably pass. You would, you had, so prior to seeing this, you would have passed. Yes. Even not knowing what you know now. Correct. Okay. Well, look at that. Well, so we'll, we'll see if that, is, uh, that would be uh, your, your truth as well. Okay? All right. 888-934-7874. Do me a favor. What we're going to do is we're going to take a break. When we come back, be firmly seated, okay? Be seated safely or near a soft object should you pass out upon learning the information having to do with China that I'm going to share with you. We'll do it next on the KCO Day radio program. Your day smarter and celebrating 10 years of keeping you better informed. 1061 FM Talk and News Talk 94.5 WPTI. More with KC starts now. All right, 622 KCO Day radio program. Man, have you ever been so mad at a Longhorn Steakhouse you thought, I'm going to blow that thing up, man? Florence, South Carolina. Two suspects tried to set a pipe bomb off at a at a uh, steakhouse. Um, but a Longhorn Steakhouse, Florence. Um, they're charged with attempting to detonate an explosive device. Let's see. The investigation into the pair originated out of Darlington County. Police report states that Facebook informed dispatch about if Oh, they were Facebook living it in front of the steakhouse there. Does it say why? It's a pipe bomb packed with powder from fireworks uh, inside a galvanized pipe. Okay. Well. The two told officers they did try to detonate the pipe bomb at the Longhorn Steakhouse, uh, but it didn't go off. It was eventually found behind a light pole. How do you not ask why you wanted to blow up the Longhorn Steakhouse? It's nowhere in this story. I'm sorry, I'm reading while I'm giving it to you because I just saw it. They overcook your steak. They're out of... Bl- no, Bloomin' Onions is Outback, right? Yeah. Sorry. Got my fast casual steakhouses mixed up. Where are the two? Oh, oh, okay. They're from Myrtle Beach. Perfect. 
So, are you ready? I'd asked everyone to be seated. I want to give you an extra moment for that. Uh, some some really important breaking news information. From uh, Avril Haines, Director of National Intelligence. All right, so this is coming from the top. That uh, on Thursday, Haines told lawmakers that uh, the national intelligence apparati think, or at least have seen indications, that China is attempting to influence the World Health Organization's assessment and actions surrounding the coronavirus. I did the sounder, too. Oh, my God. I wasn't paying attention. I wasn't paying attention. But you were. Why? Just at the end where you heard. I might have been on Twitch. Why are you on Twitch right now? I don't want to talk about it. Oh, my. That was some shocking news. Yeah. Well, it's just indications at this point, okay? Oh, thank goodness. Yeah, they're not 100% on this, but but they're starting to think that China may be attempting to influence the WHO's coronavirus assessment and action plan. Oh, my God. It's got to happen again. Why did you I, just heard it? The, the, I don't even know. I said it the same way. Oh, my back. Why is oh, that happening? Oh, good Lord. Uh, Ross's chair is canceled. So, anyway, there's your breaking news. They've... Um, Come on, I'm sorry, I know that everything is so partisan, but I don't care who you are, where you're from, who you voted for, any of that. Are there people who honestly don't think that China's finger, thumb on the scale on this? With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4 slash on the right. That's 4Patriots, the number 4, Patriots.com slash on the right. If only, if only because, look, even if you don't think that uh, that it escaped a lab there, was being researched, which I'm sorry, I, I, I feel like other than the who, that's seemingly among the, uh, among the smattering of uh, various quote-unquote health experts, that's kind of what they all think. They don't know, and they're not going to go on the record as saying they know, but the idea of of a disease infecting somebody who works in a lab 
is not unheard of. This is not uncommon. You know, it 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 shouldn't be, but this was a lab, and and this was a lab that literally was already on notice where there were some concerns among best practices. Right. So this isn't China made it as a weapon of mass destruction. The this is the mere idea that somebody didn't put a lid on something or didn't do the whatever it is they're supposed to do because they got in a hurry and they're human. And inevitably it, it, it went from there because it's a, uh, you know, a, a respiratory disease, easy to transfer, yada, yada, all of these things. So whether it is you think China did that or simply because China realized that welding people into their house and mass burning bodies – which are were, were done in such a way that people who monitor air pollution were able to pick up on it, isn't a good look. And China has a lot of things that are not good looks. I point you to uh, the Uyghur camps, okay? So the fact that China would attempt to manipulate it because one of the things that China feared very much is supply chain stuff. This was, this was a big fear of China's. And this is something that if you if it, if it was to be decimated would spell the financial undoing of China and that is companies not manufacturing in China China losing all of that that is the staple the absolute staple of the Chinese economy their ability to have all of these workers do things for a very 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 inexpensive price compared to uh, Europe US and many other countries and if if the reaction to China at that point was, we can't have factories over there, we're not going to have any of that. And that all happened in a very, very a short period of time, it would be devastating to China. So hell yes, they are going to attempt to control this in the greatest means possible. And when you saw essentially statements being echoed, and, and you saw that the way the WHO was handling that, the fact that we have to wait until yesterday during an intelligence committee intelligence committee hearing, when uh, uh, Avril Haines was essentially goaded by Brian Fitzpatrick, one of the uh, GOP reps, into finally saying it. That's insane, man. That is crazy, and bad news for Ross's chair, right there. All right, eight 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 nine three four seven eight seven four. Lots to get to. Hang on. Well, as the coronavirus took hold, New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio had one of his bright ideas. He moved the homeless from shelters to some of the city's finest hotels to protect them from the virus. Now, what could possibly go wrong? At Midtown Manhattan Hotels, drug addicts flourished. They used heroin in broad daylight. Residents were subjected to verbal abuse and threatening behavior. No cops were dispatched, and nobody from city government responded to multiple complaint calls. The homeless migrated into the fashionable Chelsea neighborhood and created their own encampment. They blocked the entrances to local businesses, which were already struggling because of the lockdown, I should say struggling. Residents became increasingly frightened to walk the streets. Once thriving New York neighborhoods have had their economy shut down by Democrats, then they had to take the homeless into their hotels with no supervision no law enforcement to speak of, and no protection given to the residents or businesses of these neighborhoods. The problem's gotten so out of control that the idiot Democrat mayor finally says it's time to get the homeless out of the hotels 
and back to the streets and the shelters. But de Blasio's providing no timeline on when that'll happen. Things are so bad in New York, it almost makes you feel sorry for the people who elected these liberals. Almost, I said, almost sorry. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. All right, good morning, 637, 638-ish, KCO Day radio program, Friday edition. There is an insane video making the rounds, so we might as well just get right into that. And, of course, there's then the um, the ancillary insanity surrounding it. So it is 45 seconds, and we have it on the blog, so you can go watch it. Uh, it's uh, at kconradio.com. You will want to watch it. Will not take up much of your time. And it is like standard 100% married couple morning, right? You, this is a, this is an outside camera, like one of the, you know, one of the Nest cameras there. Obviously shoots down into the driveway. In the video, you see a husband and wife walking out. He's got coffee in his hands, some paper. She's got now... I don't know why this is not getting pointed out that much. She has what looks like a cat carrier. I mean, am I wrong? That's got to be what that is. That's a cat carrier. And in the in the cat carrier, I don't I don't know what there is. And it's important because of what happens next. So you see them. He sets the coffee down on the hood of the vehicle. Obviously, he's going to go open it or whatever he's going to do. And then you hear... You know that sound a really, really pissed off cat makes? We all know that sound. You hear that, and then you hear really uh, mad kitty in the form of a bobcat, which starts going bonkers on the wife. And and I don't know if it's a combination of rabies, because it appears they found out it had rabies after. But, you know, smelling something in the cat carrier, perhaps, you know, Someone's in heat kind of moment. I, I don't know what set everything off, but immediately you see this bobcat going crazy trying to crawl up the wife. And then the action kind of disappears behind the van, at which point he emerges holding the bobcat out in front of him by the nape of its neck. And the thing's going crazy, as you can imagine. 
And he then proceeds to, what's the kid's terms? Yeet? He yeets the bobcat? Yeah, it's it's called yeeting, yes. But he throws it, for people who don't know what the term yeet means. Or launches. I, I I suppose launch would be a better word. And he throws this thing, flies awkwardly through the air, lands on the lawn, and is good to go, right? And what's crazy is there's a neighbor who's, like, jogging by who then starts running up. Like, she's helpful. Dude is, dude's packing, though. Guy's packing heat. He, he reaches back. He's got, a, he's got, obviously, a holster on the, uh, the back right uh, side of his body, pulls out a, a, a handgun and starts chasing the bobcat. Talking about he was going to kill it. And you don't see it in the video. The video is only 45 seconds. Uh, according to a follow-up post, and I'll get to... Well, let's do this. Let's listen to the initial video, because it's crazy. So he'll, he yells, good morning to the neighbor across the street. And then it's just a random morning uh, until this happens. I need to wash my car. I need to wash my car, right? He's one of those announce everything out loud kind of guys. I need to wash my car. Now, the real victim here, obviously, equality, right? Why is that his job to go wrestle the bobcat off his wife and have to yeet it and then shoot it? What kills me about this, though, is the reaction. So initially, that video was posted to TikTok, and they ended up they ended up suspending his TikTok account because people complained that it showed animal abuse and violated terms of service. And then, as it then made its way over to Twitter and started going viral there yesterday, the amount of people that were like, I could never do that to a bobcat. Oh, why is he, why does he throw it? And every single one of those people, I just want to, I want to invite, I want to be like, you want a TV? Here you go. Look at that. You want a TV? Show up at this location, go into that room. Uh, and somebody will bring your TV in, and instead of somebody bringing a TV in, like it's one of those undercover get-the-guys-with-warrants stings, they just let a rabid bobcat in there. And every time they go to like defend them, no, no, you be nice to the kitty. You be nice to the kitty. Yeah, but all these people who act like they wouldn't punt that thing like, uh, like they were in the NFL are so utterly full of crap. It's It's... And I, I thought I thought at first some of them were tongue in cheek, but no. Then I realized they got the guy's social media account suspended for animal abuse. Unbelievable! <laughs> I mean, they're attacked by a wild cat. You, it made me laugh. I wasn't like, "Oh, uh, how dare you!" To me, he sounds like Will Ferrell doing a character at the end of it. Yeah, he kind of does. You got a bobcat. You know what my mean? wife. <laughs> <laughs> the bobcat on the shed. You know that's what he sounds like. By the way, follow-up on, uh, so that was his TikTok out there suspended on Twitter, I guess. Uh, follow-up, uh, he did shoot it. And it turned out to have rabies, by the way. 
If uh, oh, and do you know what? Do you know what the guy's name is? It's hard to make out. The wife is screaming it. I'm going to play the audio again. See if you can make out what the guy's name is. I need to wash my car. Right there, she yells, "Run, happy, run!" His name is Happy. It's, it's the story that just keeps on giving, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, it's amazing. Ah, uh, it's like it's and like that story. <laughs> oh, you want to get to the Will Ferrell part? Let's it, do man. that. Why are you hurting the cat? Why are you hurting the cat? <laughs> Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4 slash on the right. That's 4Patriots, the number 4, Patriots.com slash on the right. You want to see, you want to see, I don't care who it is. In fact, one of the funniest things that I remember is there's a guy by the name of Bill Slaughter, which that's a badass name, right? So Bill Slaughter runs sled dog trips in the Boundary Waters Canoe Area Wilderness. So if you ever go to Ely, Minnesota, and you want to hire a guy to do that, some guy who can live off the land, who would who would uh, go on Survivor and, and be more comfortable, you hire Bill Slaughter, right? So Bill Slaughter is this guy's name, and, he, and his dogs are partially wolves. And his biggest concern is he's got to, like, figure out which ones aren't going to, quote, turn on him, right? This is the guy's reality. So we go back in the Boundary Waters Canoe, and we have to portage boats, like, twice. We're three lakes back. We're in the middle of nowhere. It's amazing. Having a great time. It's this wonderful camp area. we got the tents. got the fire going out there. We're fishing for food. Uh, we were hunting. It was a grouse hunt as well because it was later in the fall. And it's just, you know, snowed a little. It's winter camping. It's amazing. One of the toughest guys that I know, right? He's standing there, and all of a sudden, a squirrel uses him as a climb-up launching point to get into this tree because Bill was blocking it. And Bill went from Bill Slaughter, backwoods badass, to a guy flipping 
like a woman who just saw a spider on her first day of college in the dorm. Okay? No offense, ladies. You know why? Because a wild animal's running up on you and you don't know what's up. And we laughed our butts off for days over that. Because he's like, I'm like, it's a squirrel, man. But admittedly, I was also thinking, thank God it didn't do it to me because then they'd be laughing at me for the next three days. So, yeah. And this guy's this guy's wife is covered with a bobcat, and he goes over and he does what men do. He handles it. He handles it. And what does he get for his trouble? He gets his social media account suspended. What are they? What? So the wife should have just taken it because we colonized where the bobcat lives, or how does that work? Somebody explain the pecking order here. That's crazy. You know what? I just got to prove. A, I got to prove a point. Did Kyle? Kyle lived like in Africa, right? Where the snake with the snakes and stuff. Yeah, right. The, He's got some cred. Around. Yep. Throw a bobcat in the newsroom. I just want to show you. I want to show you. It doesn't matter. But I don't want to be, and I have to host the show, or I would do it myself. I'm very busy. You, you're very busy answering phones. Oh man, right? I'm so busy in here. I yeah, I well, can't talk right now. I'm busy. Throw it in there, or better yet, throw it in the showgram studio. Right, right, right. But I think we'd have another viral video if we did that. Actually, so anyway, all right, six forty-seven. <laughs> Bobcat, the video's amazing, and again, that's on our website at kconthradio.com. Go check it out, and we'll be right back. Celebrating 10 years of keeping you connected. This is 94.5 WPTI in the Triad and 106.1 FM Talk in the Triangle. Look at this. Checking my email here. You know how many armchair Monday morning uh, Bobcat quarterbacks we have listening to this show? Oh, what you want to do is you want... You ever seen a bot? You ever seen a bobcat really, really, really flipping out? I actually had not on a person, uh, but in a uh, in a trap. And um, that thing, I mean, that I, the ferocity uh, going on there. So you couple that with rabies, and the fact that that thing's free roaming on the dude's wife's body, and how fast it is. You know, every, everyone's an expert now that we live in this era of video on all things, which we'll get into, by the way, with this story out of Chicago. But the reality is, the last thing you expect when you're doing your standard, you know, morning walk to the car with your spouse and your coffee is a PCP-style uh, bobcat attack. I mean, personally, I'm always waiting for it when I leave the house in the morning at Wake Forest with because the of all the wolves. Yeah, yeah so I yeah, mean, I'm sure. and someone has to do something about it. Uh, hashtag Hazel for Sheriff. So, I mean, that's me personally, though, but I don't think everybody has the, the awareness that I have in that situation. The ninja-like reflexes. Yeah, thank you. How many uh, wolf attacks have you sustained? You know, I can't. I'm very busy in here. Very busy. Well, don't you want to punch? You so want to you run the numbers? Maybe get back to I'll us? Be, I'll circle back to you. Okay. All right. Yeah, Brandon, what's up? Hey, good morning. Uh, you know, I watched that video, and the one thing I noticed about it was this guy takes care of business and is a problem solver. When he sets his, his uh, coffee down, he must have put it on the roof or something at some point and forgot it. Because if you notice, he puts it in the middle of the hood, so when he sits down, it's in his peripheral vision, and he doesn't miss it. That guy, he's a man. 
Oh, you know what? Now, okay, so I get what you're laying out. You're saying that he was so he is so practiced that he has set up a fail safe so his coffee would never inadvertently get left like on the top of the vehicle. Exactly. So his wife gets attacked by a bobcat. He handles things. He has a problem. Mm-hmm. He cuts the hood in the middle of the, the coffee in the middle of the hood so he doesn't forget it. Right. Yeah. And this guy he takes care of business. I, that's what I. That's what I'm saying. And what did he get? He got his uh, social media suspended for his troubles. So. Yeah, that's how uh, crazy world, man. Liberals, I guess, take care of business. Well, it's just, thanks for the call. It's just the people that are like, why would you do that to an animal? You know, he pulled that move, too, about when he's talking out loud, talking about how he has to clean his car. Yeah. I do that thing, too, when I go out and, like, say I see my lawn is too too long and I know I should have or Spencer should have cut it. I go out. (laughs) Your yard boy? And I'll, I'll say out loud, so in case my neighbors are watching and they see my disgusting yard, I'll say, Man, I gotta mow this this yard, and the only reason I'm saying it is in case the neighbors are watching me because I have no intention Dude, of doing it. Dude, that's virtue signaling. Yeah, so that's all that that he, is. That's what he did. He went out and he's like, "Yo, I gotta clean this car," and it was just in case he had a nosy neighbor staring at him. I guarantee. Well, he just remember he just said hello to one who was jogging by, uh-huh. right. who then tried to, right. who then inadvertently comes running over when he's trying to blast that bobcat in the face. Now she's in the line of fire. <laughs> And he had to, you know, he. What did he do as a responsible firearm operator? He he sat there and he realized I could. There's nothing I can do right here. Uh, the backstop is not. You know, you always check your backstop. Is is the way that you would say that. And he realized that the backstop was a neighbor, and so he went and dispatched the uh, bobcat over on the side yard. Good for him. Absolutely. I do like the shot putting of the cat too. You could tell he thought he was going to throw it a bit further. Well, sure, because it's hard, but it's, you know, you're right, not... you have a crazy cat that's freaking yeah. out on you, yeah. Yeah. You ever, you ever been holding a cat losing its damn mind? Uh, yeah, you just, you pick up you pick up an animal and it freaks out? I comforted one that was left uh, alone. Whiskey. Yes. Oh, jeez. Well, that's your cat. If, if we have new listeners, they're like, who's Whiskey? That's Casey's cat. Casey doesn't have a cat. He's never had a cat. When he went to Costa Rica, the jungle's there. They made it up so they could mirror the Ted Cruz story and mock me and, and, and hawk t-shirts. Just, I mean, I, I, I mean, that's a take. It is a take. Yes, that is one hundred percent a take. All right, coming up on the show, we're going to go ahead and uh, check in on a another piece of video. But hey, if you want to see the Bobcat video, and you're not going to be greatly offended by a guy, de- uh, you know, defending his wife, uh, you can at KCOnTheRadio.com. It's right there for you, ready to rock and roll, and we'll tweet it out as well, so you can link to it. Uh, Hang loose. Lots to get to here in the next hour here on the KCO Day radio program. Good morning. It is 7.07 here on the KCO Day radio program. Coming up on the show, uh, uh, bears went into a nursing home and everyone thinks it's cute. It happened over in Asheville. Well, you know, in an hour, Pete Callender can explain the uh, carnage that ensued there. Although it, 
And by the way, nobody yeeted the bear. So for, for you people who were very offended by the Bobcat story, you're fine here. So let's see. That's uh, that's one story. Also, for uh, somebody drove like a, uh, I guess it's a 90s era Trans Am or Firebird all the way into the adult bookstore in Hickory. Night Secrets. <laughs> The picture is funny. Yeah. It's Nobody like, was injured, by the way. Yeah, it's one of those stories where you can't see inside, right? It's like dark. Yeah. Well, yeah, obviously. Yeah, it's, would, you know, you've got no windows on the building. We all know how they look around North yeah, Carolina. Now, you know, a car drive through, there's a big hole. What if a child were to just to walk across there and see that, right? That's a lawsuit waiting to happen. Well, what's he going to see? I mean, there's some mannequins there you could kind of make out, which are in some. Can you just be, can you imagine being the driver? Because it looks like it's a convertible. <laughs> and you're just like, you keep, <laughs> this is going to sound so gross. Like, you're trying to move, but you keep falling down because there's just lube everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Better watch out where you fall, too. Yeah. That's a very good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was either a tragic accident or somebody really pissed off for some product they bought. That <laughs> oh, is that what you think store. it was? Yeah. I'll show you guys. You said this was Swedish, and it says here it's made in China. <laughs> it, it, it applied way too much pressure. Like I say, if it's an accident, it's awful because you don't want to crash. Hey, you don't want to crash it's into a building. It's perfectly aligned, you though. Yeah, it is. I mean, you don't want to crash into a building. Can you imagine you lose control of the car for some crazy reason, and you're like, "Where am I going?" And you notice that you're flying into the adult store. You're like, "No, no, no!" <laughs> I I wish I knew the backstory on I know. this. I mean, normally when you go there, you park like two blocks away anyway, right? And walk up or whatever with a trench coat on and a hood. No, explain to us, Ross. You know how I mean? do you do no, it? Shut up, you know. And now this way is like I, I don't like, know. I would have no idea. Well, yeah, you do because it's a stereotypical cliche thing that's been said before. Mm. Unless you live under a rock. So can you imagine this guy's like? Now you're flying into the store. That's awful. So I lived across the alley. I had an apartment across the alley from the back entrance to an adult bookstore. <laughs> Right. And so, and I thought it was funny because obviously that, you know, people aren't using the main street entrance, right? They're using that one that's in the back alley. So people, you'd see people walking down the alley because I had a little patio. I was on, basically I was, I was on the second floor of an old building in this uh, downtown area of the town in Minnesota. It was one of the, was the first place I ever lived when I got there. And it's a nice area. They just happen, there just happens to be an adult bookstore and the town hates it. So they're always trying to make the guy's life miserable. But he, you know, he's got customers, and so people would would come in there. They would park over in this like main parking lot for restaurants and stuff, and then hoof it over. And they'd be walking down the alley like they're, you know, like they're a criminal, and they're wondering if Batman's near. You know, when I lived in Atlanta, it was the same way. There was an Italian restaurant that was like next door to the place, and everyone would pack, like, would park by the restaurant. Like, I'm gonna go get me a nice big thick calzone, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then you people are. were like, yes, get on the back right. You'd see them like run past. So, but hold on, there's more to this story. So we're sitting there, we'd sit on my back patio, and I had a roommate, another guy who worked at the radio station there, too. And uh, so we'd just be sitting back there having a beer or whatever. People would go in. They'd shoot us uh, dirty looks, too. And it's like, look, I don't go in, I don't give a crap, sir. What are you staring at me for? But what irritated me to no end is we had pull-in parking, three-deep parking in this building, and... And so I would pull in, or my roommate would pull in, and there was enough room to get around, but jerks going there would pull in and park and block us in. 
And on more than one occasion, I had to go in to the back door of the adult bookstore and yell, whatever the vehicle is, is about to get towed. Which is weird, because I don't know if that dude's coming out of the uh, one of the special rooms in the back, if he's still got a ball gag in his hand or what. <laughs> but whatever. And it just irritated me. And so we thought it was funny because my computer was set up right there off that patio, and I had a webcam, and I registered the website whosatthepornshop.com, and we were going to run a webcam over there, and the guy who owned the building who I was renting from, I told him about it passionately, and he's like, please don't do that, because he thought he'd get his, his building vandalized, and he was a guy I kind of knew, so I didn't do it, but I wanted to so badly. Just have a streaming webcam of who's at the porn shop.com. And I no longer own the URL, so if somebody wants it. But yes, that was one of my first great marketing things I was going to do. But he's probably right. Some idiot would have smashed a window or something because, you know, we destroyed his marriage or so, whatever. I don't know. This guy, though, he's full in on the old Joe Dirt era looking uh, a Trans Am or whatever that thing is. So I'd love to know the backstory. Disgruntled patron, as Ross says. Or uh, just a guy who was, you know how when you look over in a direction of something, you tend to pull your car over in that direction? Yep. Maybe he saw that mannequin <laughs> wearing that leather apparatus there and was like, wow, look at that. And then before you know it, boom, you're right in there. So, so anyway, nobody was injured. If it makes you feel any better. All right. Uh, 888-934. Oh, maybe the kink is the people who... Have you ever heard of this? I remember doing a story years ago where people get aroused by accidents. Do you know that's a thing? I had no idea that was a thing. That's a thing. I I mean, I'm not surprised because everything is a thing. Everything's a thing. In fact, you should Google it. There's a name for it. I would, but I'm way too busy. What are you you busy with? I'm trying to figure out how to share this story. Oh, uh, okay. So you found it on the Facebook? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just, somebody sent it to me on the Facebook. I haven't seen it as a story story. So, all right. Well, in this one instance, it sounds like Ross is legitimately busy. So we'll make him look that up afterward. Meanwhile, in Asheville, a group of young black bears made a stop by an Asheville nursing home. And according to, uh, let's see, Cindy Brown, who is the one who took this video, uh, who works at Accordius Health in Asheville... Uh, at least one of the bears seemed to have figured out how to operate the pull uh, the pull handle on the door. Yeah, yeah, bears can open car doors and all kinds of stuff. But they're like, look at how adorable it is. You had a family of bears come in a nursing home. You're lucky they didn't get back there because it 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 would have crossed their little bear minds what a jackpot they'd stumbled upon. Like, look, look, this prey doesn't run. Brown said the visit from the furry friends brought smiles to everyone. I don't know, man. If I'm in a, you know, if I'm in the day room at the assisted living facility and a, and a family of bears wander in, because you you have a cub situation here. Some of the bear, two of the bears are cubs, and look, I'm sure the cubs are adorable. But when there's a mom around, it's the mom who is not she's not enthusiastic about you interacting with her cubs. So, in this case, it appears nobody was hurt. Now we just need the trifecta. We need bears and a, and a rabid bobcat in an adult bookstore. What do you think?
That would be the amazing topper story of the week. All right, so somebody has more, uh, any insight? This is in Hickory where this happened? I know we got some listeners down that way on the 94.5 stick. <laughs> Everybody's got jokes. None of them are appropriate, though. In Omaha, uh, I had some buddies <laughs> that had an ongoing joke where they would have to alternate. So, like, one of them would dare, you'd, you'd have to go into, like, the adult store and go up to the counter and ask for something really, really embarrassing. Right. And then they'd have to keep topping it. So you'd be like, okay, you have to go in and demand to see stuff with ducks or stuff. And it would just escalate <laughs> from there. With ducks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, you'd have to go and be like, I want duck stuff. And they'd be like, what? <laughs> and it just kept escalating. Yeah, now we have the internet. Right, exactly. And look what happened. I don't know that we've ever been stymied on our searches. Oh, you want COVID? You want COVID themed stuff? Sure. You, you like tentacle stuff, Kurt Eichenwald? Absolutely. I can't remember what we found something the other week where I'm like, of course there is. And then Rossville just said that there's a ton of Harry Potter stuff, and that's uh, I think that was the last conversation we had about that. Uh, see, it's, I'm sure the calls are like my emails. Just not going to put them on the air. All right. Uh, coming up on the show, we'll go ahead and get into this. Ooh, I can't figure out which one am I going to go with. I feel like the city of Chicago and the city of Minneapolis are getting ready to have a burn-off. There's a story out of Chicago. I just read the the Associated uh, Press version of it, and you're not going to believe this, but um, it came across as though there was a definitive answer here without really addressing what is the totality of events that transpired in, like, a second. And it largely went in that direction because there was a still frame that was released before the video was released. And you know how our news cycles work around here. Generally, whatever people hear first is what sticks with them, regardless of any information that follows. But that story out of Chicago is a tough deal. It's a 13-year-old, uh, 13-year-old kid shot by police. Had a gun, didn't have a gun, hands up, hands not up. All of it transpiring in one second's time, dark of night. And we will give you the details on that. But uh, they are getting ready. It's going to be a very, very interesting weekend in Chicago. So we'll get to that in our Minneapolis update coming up on the KCO Day radio program. KC Now with Beck at 9 and Rush at Noon. This is 94.5 WPTI in the Triad and 106.1 FM Talk in the Triangle. All right, 724, KCO Day radio program. Obviously, uh, things moving along there in Minneapolis in both the trial of Derek Chavon, uh, who opted not to take the stand, so Twitter decided that was an admission of guilt. Again, I don't know what's going to happen there. I just, just wish that from a coverage standpoint, here's the way you can do it. You can just the facts it, be like, here was the testimony today. What do you think? Or if you're going to do legal analysis, which inevitably is going to happen, it's uh, it's unavoidable in today's news cycle. If you're going to do legal analysis, then you need to do legal analysis and be honest with people. 
And I felt like uh, one of the things that was missing through a lot of this was there was there was some there's some there were some definite points during which the prosecution was um, making some really boneheaded decisions, just unforced errors. And it culminated a bit yesterday with the judge having to warn the prosecutor about uh, introducing some stuff uh, after the fact. And, you know, one of the one of the theories that surrounds behavior like that from a prosecutor is that they may get the opinion that they're not winning. And a mistrial, you know, and then people will theorize that it's trying to force a mistrial. But at the very, I, I'm not going to go there, but at the very least, when you're trying to pile things on and doing so in a manner that, you know, might irritate the judge from a strategy standpoint, it's just, it's not a very smart strategy. But if you feel that you have to, you, you got to roll the dice, then people are going to read into your mindset that you, the prosecutor, are not as confident in your case as you may be. Now, again, I don't know what's going to happen. But all the coverage I've seen has been like, this is done. It's already done. This is just a formality. And that's what's going to cause people to lose their damn minds. Now, last night, uh, while there was, um, you know, there was unrest, there was an unrest. And I'm, this is moving over to Brooklyn Center. Uh, there was an unrest at the same level they had seen in previous nights. But it's really just a lull in the action. Because not only do you have with Brooklyn Center, and remember, that police officer is already charged now. And, and you've run the city manager and the former police chief. And, you know, you, not only do you have that and however that moves forward, but, you know, very quickly here, we're going to be into the jury phase. And so Minneapolis is just kind of girding its loins, man. Meanwhile, in the city of Chicago, you have a 13-year-old who was shot by police. Uh, initially, a picture, a single still frame uh, was released, and it showed the 13-year-old who was adjacent to a fence that was only kind of half there with uh, their hands ha- halfway in the air. Like they're, The still frame is of them putting their hands up in the air. Now, why is that important? Because if you look at that single still frame, it was literally the, the half second before a police officer shot this guy. You can sit there and go, well, the police officer shot him, and look at him. He clearly has his hands up in the picture. The problem is they then release the video, and that's where things get a little strange. And when I say strange, I mean that after the video was released, even CNN's legal analyst said that a that shooting was not unreasonable on the part of the officer. And here's why. Because when you when you actually uh, look at the video, and now the video will go through the Civilian Office of Police Accountability, and then there's another internal thing, and then a recommendation will be made. At In the half second before this kid turns around, and he actually has hands up like you would go, what's the big deal, right? It's at that level. He had, he had been adjacent to this fence, which is carved out, where he's at the opening, and it, and he had what it would really, really, really appears to be a handgun, and the officer thought it was a handgun, and he had his body sideways with the gun in the right hand, and in the same motion, in the half second before the officer shot, he had deposited the gun on the ground behind the filled-in part of the fence while turning his body with his hands out. So in one motion, well, the officer, the officer said he saw the kid look back right before he turned like he was acquiring a target and turned when he still thought he had a gun in his hand. And all of this happened in a second's time. So we'll give you some more in a moment. Hang on. 
show after the show is on the iHeartRadio app. Search KCO Day for the podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Not everything is a money-making opportunity, man. Wow. It's like, you're, it's like, it's yeah. like selling one of your, your pets, it, man. It is America, and I'm like Don King. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm reading this article. Uh, you probably remember, obviously, the ship that was stuck there sideways in the Suez Canal inspired a billion memes. And, and Egypt essentially impounded it. Because they want the company that owns it to give them, I think it was like $900 million or something because of the amount of money Egypt lost with it getting jammed. Again, I haven't seen that it was necessarily the ship's fault at this point, or or I shouldn't say the ship's fault, but a, a human fault and not something to have to do with electronics or even sabotage, right? All of these things are up in the air. We don't know. Or it could just be somebody was texting. I mean, it could be anything. So now uh, they wrote somebody wrote an article, and they were talking about what is on that ship and how that could impact uh, uh, and cause shortages of things. Now, remember, there was some jokes because there's a couple of the cargo containers. And, I, uh, you know, there's obviously... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4 slash on the right. That's 4Patriots, the number 4, Patriots.com slash on the right. Thousands or thousands of, or at least a thousand containers on that ship, probably, if not pretty close. Um, I think two of them were adult toys, and everyone thought that was very funny. But one of the big, big, big cargo loads that was on there is uh, uh, supplies for garden centers, including a giant shipment of one of the only companies that makes garden gnomes. So now they're concerned. Uh, uh, Ian Wiley, CEO of Garden Center Association, I guess, which is a, a group, says that uh, it could cause a significant amount of shortages in garden furniture and gnomes. <laughs> Cha-ching! <laughs> and Ross, yeah, yeah, look. Ross look. happens to have a garden gnome in his studio. This is my lucky gnome. This has been with me uh, at pretty much every studio I've ever worked in. Yeah, it's like a child, man. It's been here. It's a good. It's a good weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's good, a quality, good quality garden yeah, gnome. Yeah, it's, it's quality, like the paint job and everything. Yeah, a lucky gnome. I will sell this in a heartbeat. Ice bitter. What? Ice bitter. But it's part of the family, man. We'll start at one thousand dollars. You would sell that for a thousand dollars? Oh yeah, of course I would. Please, stupid gnome. 
It's right. It can hear you. It's right there. It doesn't speak English. Wow. It speaks gnomish or whatever. Probably speaks Chinese, which is some good words for him. No, it's like Swedish chef. So you. So when it comes to life later today, and and you know, you're standing over there, gnome. You got it. Everything good? Yeah, we're good. So uh, anyway, um, but they say that it actually would be more. Pre- it's not just gnomes, but gnomes are a percentage of it. Um, they say that it's actually very problematic because there has been, as you can imagine, during lockdown, and, and it continues to be now that we get into spring here in the northern hemisphere, a renewed interest in gardening. So uh, garden supply companies like this are obviously they're scrambling already. You know, they get manufacturing. As quickly as they can. So, yes, uh, some of you will be devastated. You'll not be able to get your garden gnomes. I'm not sure what this means for the supply of uh, old woman with fat butt leaning over wood thing. I don't know what the title of it is, but you know what that thing is? I'm not sure if those are impacted. Uh, bird baths, I, I don't know. But uh, Ross, who has no scruples, has offered to sell his garden gnome for one thousand dollars. What about the weird? You know, this thing that looks like a, like a weird like a like a like a egg. Like a, like, a, like a crystal ball. Have you seen those things? Yeah, I don't know. I, would, I wouldn't even know what to call it. Yeah, I have no idea, right? It's weird. Yeah, but I've seen those, yeah. Like a crystal ball. They're always like purple or red, and they're mm-hmm. up on like a pedestal. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what they are, but I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm assuming it's all of that stuff. I'm assuming that there's a couple companies or whatever that were shipping. And, and I'm sure you'll be able to find some of this stuff, but, you know, for the large-scale, large-scale... Um, Apparently it was uh, it was a big percentage of what was going to be distributed in many garden centers. So, this is what happens when you offshore your gnome production, right here, people. That's why you got to watch out. All right, um, let's see here. Since we're already kind of half into the stupid anyway, which one of you idiots? Speaking of capitalism, which one of you idiots has prompted the authorities in the state of Washington to pass a law? making it illegal to sell, distribute, or move, receive, or breed murder hornets. Because remember, the Asian giant hornets, really the only big place they found them was in Washington, and now authorities are concerned that people might be uh, capturing, selling, distributing, or breeding murder hornets. Who decided when they were there, I'm, you know what, I'm going to go into the murder hornet business. I'm going to corner the market. Apparently somebody, because now the Washington State Department of Agriculture is very concerned. And uh, has officially, with the passage of the law, um, it, it, it joins various other creatures that it's illegal to raise, sell, or distribute there. It's a gazing ball. People are telling me what this thing's named. The thing that Ross is describing is called a gazing ball. So let me get this straight. You go out into your you go out into your yard and you stare at this thing. Yeah, Rick, what's up? Yes, sir. Those shiny balls mm-hmm. in in people's gardens. Yeah, that's uh was made for French royalty, so they could uh, look at their gardens without uh, turning their head, but because that was too much effort. What? Yes. But I don't understand. Yes. What do you mean without turning their heads? So what? They can 
I'm they so had a mirrored ball yeah. so they could see their entire garden without turning their head. That's what I read. I mean, I believe I'm, you, sir. I, yeah, I, I'm not questioning you. I'm just... It's just it's, such a stupid thing. I, I'm actually, uh, I would actually assume it has a stupid uh, reason. So I believe you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, right. they did some pretty bizarre things, you know, the the French aristocracy. So. Okay. All right. All right. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, that's why they that's why they cut their heads off, sir. So. In four. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what you get. My neighbor uh, down the street, Reed, just said the same thing. Uh, a gazing ball. It sounds like some weird Papa Shango stuff, doesn't it? That's like voodoo stuff. Sounds like something you'd run into if you jammed your Camaro through the adult bookstore at the, <laughs> in Hickory. Any, any store but that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, Terry, what's up? Morning. Love you guys' show. Enjoy it every morning. Hey, uh, I looked up the uh, container ship you were talking about, and you thought it had a thousand containers on it. It actually holds 20,000 containers. Oh, oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I, I was meaning the percentage of the load identified as garden stuff. Oh, yeah. oh, 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 okay. I misunderstood. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I had, yeah. No, that thing's, obviously the thing's a behemoth, but yeah, that's, yeah, yeah but garden gnomes, sorry. Are you going to be able to make it through spring without having garden gnomes? See, I've been fighting my wife. It's between garden gnomes and, and flamingos. Well, that's, uh, it sounds like flamingos are about to win, so, unfortunately. Yeah, because, well, it's a, it's a deep-rooted Italian family, so, ah, you know. Yeah, I could see. Have you considered a gazing ball, sir? <laughs> no, no, I haven't done that. No guy would ever tell his friends he was running to Lowe's for a gazing ball. Thanks for the call. I heard they repel bobcats. <laughs> Do they? I don't. I think you could hit one with one, but... <laughs> oh no, we're canceled. Oh. Break my case ball. oh, he just got canceled. Bobcat videos bonkers. Uh let's ask Ray Stagic if he's seen it. Ray Stagic <laughs> from the Weather Channel. Did you see that crazy bobcat attack? I did not. Where was that? Oh, the video. I I, uh, I can't remember which state, but anyways, this guy and his wife walking out like, you know, any couple does in the morning. Here I got the audio. Listen to this. And he's just, you know, he's just talking and then all of a sudden his wife, this bobcat just starts attacking her. And he goes over, he picks the bobcat up, throws it across the yard, and then chases it with a gun and shoots it. So it's got rabies, man. Yeah. Oh, but listen, man. listen, listen to this insanity. I need to wash my car. So, yeah, watch that video. It's on our website at kcontheradio.com. Uh-huh. It's amazing. kcontheradio.com. Yeah, but here, like, here's the deal, dude. It's like, you know, we already got to kill spiders. And take the trash out. And now? <laughs> oh, you're watching it right now? Yeah, now I'm seeing it. Oh, yeah, yeah, this is great. All right, hold on. Let's, uh, wow, let's I was see. holding that thing like a cat. Yeah. <laughs> he just tosses it. Yeah, he does. Oh, well, what would man, you do, man? I no, I never would have even gotten that close to it. To really? So you would think like that of. thing would be that thing is eating your wife, and you're just like not, you know, none of my business. Really? I would have ran like Forrest Gump. 
Yeah. You're on your own, honey. This guy goes and rescues his wife, and you know what happened? I see these. I'm reading these idiot commenters are like, I can't believe he was mean to that cat. I wouldn't do that. And it's like, I don't know, man. If some bobcat's going berserk on your face, I feel like you'd do something about it. Yeah, yeah, you know, in the heat of the moment, I probably would. I mean, it's fun right now to say I'd run like Forrest Gump, but yeah. I really, I probably wouldn't. You'd be like, equality, I, equality, and then you just run. So. <laughs> I'd try to, I would try to do something. I wouldn't say that I would be successful. Right. Well, anyway, that's right. uh, so. Yeah. So, any, anywho, here we sit on the time. weekend. Is yeah. it a good day to go out and get mauled by a rabid bobcat or not? We had a good weekend for it, too. Uh, pick your poison, right? Upper 60s today, a few clouds with sunshine. Seeing a lot of sun this morning. Tomorrow we do cloud over. There is a chance we get a shower, but nothing widespread to cancel any outdoor plans. Mid to upper 60s, so temperatures do stay a little below average. Sunday back to normal, low 70s with upper 40s at night. Another good-looking day, and we've got great weather coming in Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Maybe I'll take all those days off. Cloud, sun, low to mid-70s, even Thursday. Might turn a little bit cooler to colder, but um, it looks like we've got nice dry weather coming up here and a nice warm-up coming, too, especially by Sunday. Sunday through Wednesday, KC, looks really nice. Yeah, yeah, we're, gonna, we're stuck in a pattern I think most people don't mind being stuck in, so... Yeah, not too bad at all. All right, and you notice he didn't spill his coffee either, the bobcat guy. Oh, no, I didn't, didn't yeah, notice okay. that. Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> that's a man's man. All right, have a good one, sir. Appreciate it. Thanks, man. All right. Yep. And then coming up on the show, just because there is a how-to video on YouTube of something doesn't mean you should do it. Mark my words. And now we're, okay, so now and we're, and we're going to continue our gazing ball discussion. Okay, we'll do that. Coming up next. Hang on. Rocky Moselle with StarRegistry.com. Since we were children, we've been told to reach for the stars. It was great advice. Now it's a great gift. Name a star after someone. For $54 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com, we will name a star after someone very special to you and send an incredible personalized gift. The new star name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Call the Star Registry, 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com for the hottest gift. Celebrating 10 years and still going strong. Thank you. KC is on 94.5 WPTI in the Triad and 106.1 FM Talk in the Triangle. Good morning, 7.53. Coming up on the show, Pete Callender will join us. We've got a few things to touch on. Plus, out in Asheville, where our uh, he's our radio buddy to the west there, apparently the Bears are just walking right into the senior centers which I'm sure uh, will end well eventually. So we got that. Uh, we got a little uh, little TV news for you. And just because there's a how-to video on YouTube doesn't mean you should do it. Reason number 386 coming your way. Uh, but first, we got into a discussion about garden decorations. Because, you know, that's what this show's about. You know, that's why this show is so great. Because it's about whatever. Just but whatever, whatever's happening. We went from obviously some, you know, you're going to have some some very interesting community news coming out of Chicago with an incident from there. Then we got into garden gnomes because there's a shortage now because of the boat that got stuck and and uh, murder hornet breeding is illegal now because some jackass is like I'm going to make I'm going to make a mint on murder hornets. Uh, you just you never know, man. So, and then Ross brought up the little thing that looks like a crystal ball on a pedestal, which has a name or something. 
a right, gazing right. ball. We're pretty sure it's uh, a 100% Papa Shango related. Oh, it's, it's a portal to hell yeah, all yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you know, it's, no question. It's definitely like Satan. Related sure. to Satan. But you, yeah. can't, you can't call up and be like, that's my Satan ball. No, you got to be like, oh, French royalty right. inspired me. The neighbors yeah. will be like, did you hear about Helen on the KCOD show? She said she worships Satan. That's her Satan ball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> Did somebody call in and admit to having a Satan ball? Well, hold on. Somebody's got another theory here. Let me check this. Yeah, Bobby, what's up? Hey, good morning, JC. Morning. Uh, actually, what I believe they are are the Palantir, the seeing stones of Numenor from the Lord of the Rings, you know? Yeah. Uh, so that you can gaze at other people's gardens. Mm. So, I don't know. I feel like they predate the uh, the whole movie series, sir. Uh, I mean, oh, I know the, the book's yeah, been around Numen- for, a while, for a while. Your phone is horrible. I mean, you called yesterday, too, didn't you? Nope. Oh, no. Sorry, man. All right. Well, do what I told the guy yesterday. Get a new phone. Or call us from your scene stone. That'll be a trick. I'm just saying, if Mumra had like a front yard, he'd have one of those. You think so? It looks like Mumra related, yeah. Dude, I got I to tell you this real quick. So I got tasked with homework. I got this email yesterday from one of the bosses, right? And I can't get into all the details of, of what prompted it because it's the thing they're working on. But it went to like basically all the hosts. All, all the the hosts in the building, all of the other hosts, right, are all music hosts, right? Uh, but talk hosts. And a lot of times when they send an email out and we're on it, it's not really for us because they mean music people. So basically I have to come up with kind of a generic example of a playlist, which I'm fine with. I, lo- I mostly listen to music when I'm not doing this because I don't like to steal other talk people's bits or anything. And sometimes subconsciously you can do that. So, like, give me just a few examples of what you listen to, uh, you know, from a musical standpoint for this thing we're doing, right? All right, so my question is, what do we put on the list? Because I checked first. I'm like, you just mean the music people. He's like, no, no, I want you guys to do it, too. So, all right, so help me out. I'm thinking what? Yeah, no problem. (laughs) (laughs) You got Dairoo Sandstorm. So you want me to put Darude I mean, Sandstorm? We've played, we played it on the show several times. Yes, we have. I don't. I don't disagree. I mean, Darude is my passion. <laughs> All right. So Darude, I was thinking Gregorian chanting. Yeah, I know. It's like a, it's more like a shaman, right? <laughs> it's not Enya. Who was, was Enya? And then who was well, this? This is Enigma. Enigma. Yeah, I remember for like five minutes they were both. You know. All right, and then, all right, ready for the third? I already know what the third's going to be. So we, we have Darud Sandstorm. We have uh, Gregorian Chanting, Compliments of Enigma, and Cardi B Wap. Which we can't play, <laughs> please, for the love of God. I, know, I was it. about to put it in queue. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can I play that? I, uh, let's not chance it. So you think those are the three songs I should put on there for my... Uh, Kind of what I uh, what I jam out to. You think? I think when people think of the show, it's probably what they think of. Well, they don't mean the show. They they're trying to get to know, 
you know, maybe what we're doing our in our spare time. So, <laughs> so that's or maybe Hulk Hogan. I am a real American. You done? You would you like me to suggest that you too fill out a profile? Yes. Oh, okay. All right. Actually, I'm too busy. I would. I'm just too busy. You're she's I'm super busy. busy. Yeah. That's what I kind of figured. But thank you for helping put mine together. No I'm sure it'll be a big hit among management. Pete Callender joins us uh, here in just a few minutes. We'll touch on some of the uh, state stories over the day coming your way. Hang on. It is 8.07, Friday. Beautiful day out there. Love that. And since it is Friday, hour three, we uh, go to our buddy to the west. Pete Callender just got done fighting a Wolverine. How are you this morning, sir? I'm doing great. How are you? Uh, very good. But, uh, yeah, I was uh, I was checking out you know, what's going on in the, uh, the big city of Asheville out there, your neck of the woods, and I see that the Bears just are treating your senior centers as smorgasbords. So. <laughs> well, I mean... We're just in their world, Casey. Yes, you know, yes. like, uh, and, and I, I love the fact that they're like, "Oh, look at these cute bears! They're walking into our building." Like, you realize there's a mama bear somewhere in the vicinity. I've and tried they... to explain this to people who come out to <laughs> when I was when I was growing up in Wyoming. People come out and they'd be like, "Look, a baby moose!" And I'm like, "I'm going to be over here. You guys take all the pictures you want over by that thing." Right. Yeah. Because they, those babies don't travel alone. Yeah, usually mama is close by, and they really don't like it when people get close to their babies, even if the baby was the one that got close to the human. The moms exactly. don't make that distinction. They, 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 they lack the logical reasoning skills necessary to make that distinction. Yeah, yeah. They're all amazed. Like, look, they figured out how to work a handle. I'm like, yeah, Bear's been doing that for a while, man. For a while. Yeah, they're pretty good at that. They get in a car. And every now and then there'd be a story where a bear got in a car and the door shut behind it, and they're really good at getting in. It's the getting out yeah. part where your car is then just torn asunder, and they, you know, yeah. they chewed their way out of a place. So, yeah, and you get the the bear fur, the fuzz will be stuck in every crevice in the vehicle forever. You're but, never but, getting the smell out. You're never no. getting all the hair out. But you know what's what? what here's what kills me though. So. Uh, how brilliant if you're a bear. Can you imagine you have a food source that can't really move that fast? Mm. And you're just like, this is, because they tell the other bears, and now you got to go full lockdown like it's the U.S. Capitol over around the senior right. centers. I mean, it's just a, yeah. you can never let the downside. bears get back, man. Yeah, well, the downside is if they hit the uh, cafeteria, all they get is the tapioca. Right. And I'm not sure that's really their jam. I don't know. They like honey. Oh, I see what you did there, too. You almost made a jam joke. <laughs> You know, I'll tell you, the other crazy wildlife story, and I asked Pete before we went on if he's seen this, is that bobcat video. Holy crap. That... My my favorite part is the guy's name is Happy. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And then yeah. he said, 
Yeah, and he killed the thing. He shot, and you could see him after he picks that thing up, like the Lion King moment, right? He's holding it above his head and he flings it across the yard, and then it takes off running. And you could see as soon as he flings it across the yard, he reaches in and he grabs his concealed uh, yeah. firearm and he starts chasing that thing. And he apparently put it down. It was rabbit. Obviously, yeah. it was yeah. rabbit. Yeah. Well, but the other thing was is that I, I, when I saw that they confirmed that, that's fine, but. The wife is cat. She's got a cat carrier, and so for a moment, I just thought he had like a cat in heat. And the bobcat's like, "Hey, how you doing?" But, right. But yeah, it I thought out. the cat escaped. I thought it was a joke at first, like, "Oh, look at this bobcat," quote unquote. You know, but she's got a cat carrier. I thought, "Oh, maybe the cat like escaped from the cat carrier, and then you know jumped on her, and like you know they the claws don't retract, and so they end up hanging on to a person." But like then I watched it again, and like, "Oh no, that's actually a that's a bobcat. That's a bobcat, <laughs> man." And what happened to Equality? Why is it his job to go pull it off of his wife? I mean, what what is? Yeah, this, I don't know. What is this? Eighteen twenty. Well, well, like, what are you doing? Uh, assuming his pronouns. Well, I saw. I just was reading the story there. You know what? You're absolutely right. That is uh, that is a very good point. And by the way, the, the term the kids use is he yeeted it. Ye- he what? Yeet. Yeet. Ross, help Y-E- me out here. Y e e t. Is this the word? Y-E-E-T? Yeah, come on, man. Get with the program. What are you a hundred? Um, no, but I rely on you for these cultural touchstones. I'm not up to speed with what the yeah, kids no, no, are saying no. nowadays. It's, it's called eating. A lot of people do it, too, on Twitch when they do, like, play Red Dead Redemption. They take their horses and they eat them off cliffs. cliffs. I know in the Hayes for Sheriff Twitch channel, that's what we do. They're called yeeting. Yeah, it's yeeting. Uh, you, to launch a, you, you would launch an animal. <laughs> Why not just say launch? Because yeet is shorter. I don't know. Uh, because, <laughs> because yeet is straight fire. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, man. So anyway, that's that's our animal news for the day. Let's let's get into uh, you know, some of the stuff going on locally here. Um, so yesterday, uh, I chatted with Mark Walker, and um, obviously he's in. Pat McCrory now says he's in, talking about the Senate race. There was the hubbub that Ted Budd was going to get in. Then there was a, con- a whole conspiracy theory that. Uh, in the NC poll uh, uh, universe, that this was part of a larger plan to put Mark and the lieutenant governor on the sidelines by the more uniform Republicans. I'll let people make their uh, own judgment, but let's let's talk about who's in and who might be in, and uh, some of the polling that's come out. The fact remains that the the you would admit the wild card here and the answer that everyone's waiting for is Laura Trump, right? Yeah. Yeah, no I, question. I, I would say so. Yeah, I would say so. I think that uh, the rumors about Mark Robinson are all hinging on whether Lara Trump gets in. If uh, she gets in, then all of the polling is kind of blown up. She She's the front runner in all of these polls. Now, that obviously can generate a lot of momentum and a lot of push for people in her orbit to be like, yes, you should run, totally run, you know. But I would point out she has not run for office herself. No. Ever. And like that's uh, did you interview her? Did you interview her? I interviewed her like three times during the election. Um, no, I don't believe I have. No, I did not. She's 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 good on the fly. Um, you know, just Mm -hmm. from a from a chatting standpoint. But again, it wasn't about her. It was obviously about her father in law at the time. So right. So maybe it's easier if it's about her. That's possible. Uh, look, and she's trained. She was a media person, right? She's she's very adept at this. There's a reason they had her out campaigning so much because she's very good at it. Uh, and uh, so I don't mean to like minimize her abilities there. Just the point is that she hasn't ever done it before. Now that can be a positive, but also people can look at that as a negative, and it might manifest itself 
as a negative if she, uh, you know, isn't, uh, you know, polished enough on policy positions of her own, you know, because right. it's one thing to go out and say, you know, Donald Trump has done these things and he's fantastic. Uh, it's another thing to say, this is what I want to do. If I get in, this is what I want to do. These are my principles. Um, and that gets a little bit tougher. And now people hold you directly accountable because they're your views. Right. But I, uh, do you think her views are going to deviate from her father-in-law's? Considering no idea. he just won the state. I don't. I mean, I'd, who knows? But I, I would think from right, a strategy standpoint. And but and then people, the pushback obviously would be, well, she, you know, she's a, she's an interloper. And, and then, you know, OK, well, let's talk about Dole and let's talk about Clinton. And, yeah. you know, <laughs> so, you know, that ship has sailed. So we're, we'll yeah, move on no. from that. Um, yeah, I think that's a bygone era. That's very quaint and it's antiquated. We don't. I don't think that idea really carries a lot of purchase any longer. Plus, she's from Wilmington. She went to NC State, um, but it doesn't appear like she's made any moves to actually uh, to set up a campaign to do anything like that. And so no. we're still. Yeah, I mean, we're like two years away. But the, like, this is how far in advance you have to start this thing because this race is going to be massive, right? I mean, you're going to have. National money just pouring into this. Yeah, I'm going to hate that. Yo, I'm going to hate that. Yeah, that's going to be the worst. <laughs> yeah, a few radio stations are going to totally uh, get gum, uh, bombarded with the uh, with the ad spending. I'm, I'm sure it's going to be terrible for your bottom line. But uh, no, but there's there's a, a ton of resources that are going to be coming in with people, right, and and activists and messaging and all of this stuff. So. Um, it's, it, you have to start laying the groundwork. That's why when I talked to Mark Walker a couple of uh, uh, months ago when he first got in and he was touting all of the endorsements, and I said, well, what's the point of all the endorsements? Like, why does that matter? And it's about lining up support early, yes. and you get people sort of locked in, and it also sends a message like these are already uh, these are people who are already committed to me, so um, – you know, don't even bother, right? It sends that message. And I don't know, like, I think the, the, the speculation, it's not even speculation anymore because uh, Lieutenant Governor Robinson put out a video yesterday saying he has been contemplating this. Mm-hmm. And I think, uh, well, and this is my thought, like, I think this sends a message to Congressman Bud. Do you? Like, do you think he gets in now? It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Two thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to fourpatriots.com slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to fourpatriots.com slash on the right. That's fourpatriots, the number four, patriots.com slash on the right. 
Um, well, it depends. It depends whether you buy into that theory. You know what I'm saying? And and just to reiterate for people, because we, I mentioned it, and I just said, look, people are gonna have to make up their own mind. There is, there is, there are people openly theorizing that the, and I think it's those who really like highlighting the divide within any party. Just as yeah. on the left, you have you have more establishment uh, Democrats, and then you have the AOCs of the world and and the 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 squad. On the Republican side, there is a definitive dividing line. And so people are trying to create these two different lanes. And the lanes are Pat McCrory and, and Ted Budd. And then on the other lane, it's it's Mark Walker and it's Mark Robinson. And so it's, you know, the, the more established Republicans versus uh, the, the – and it depends if they're trying to be complimentary or negative, either the fringe or the true conservatives. I, I don't I don't buy into any of this because when you look at Ted Budd and Mark Walker's voting record, they've only ever not voted the same once. So. Right. Well, I thought the the I thought the theory was that Bud and uh, that Bud was going to get in right to, in order to, to split to, the vote. Yeah. Right, because he is in the same lane as Walker, and then that gives McQuarrie a, a run, right. uh, an ability, a pathway there. And so, if Robinson gets in, does it get split three ways? It doesn't appear so because the polling that we've seen so far, you know, Robinson is far and away the favorite, followed by McCrory, and then the Dan, uh, you know, Dan Walker. Forrest. And, Don't forget Dan Forrest was up there. He was. He's not yeah. even in the damn thing. He was in that that, right. that one thing, I, and I don't know that he's going to be in this thing. Probably not. Yeah, he's at like what? He was at like thirteen percent, right? Uh, and Pat McCrory is at fourteen percent, and that's the that's sort of the challenge here for McCrory is that he has such name ID already, but his numbers. Or don't match the his approval numbers don't match the name ID right a lot of people know who he is but his numbers are where they are and so there's not a lot of like he's at his ceiling almost and so when you're looking at the general what's the electability argument for him versus someone like Robinson who uh, doesn't have the same level of name ID he has a good bit of it but not the same amount so there's more room for him to grow there right and and the pub on McCrory is he. Re- this whole outsider thing, if that's his strategy, I'm not going to be able to stop laughing every time we're talking about it. And then I think, what he did he is. do? He, he put a he's press release out. He, well, yeah. <laughs> he's a, he's a, yeah, a, a D.C. outsider. He's oh, okay. a D.C. outsider. See, you uh, know, now Mark Walker came out and called him a career politician. I think that's a more uh, on, uh, not honest, but it's a, it's a more legitimate line of attack, right? Because. He has right. been. He has spent you know, 40 years or whatever, but, you know, or 30 years being a politician. So, like, that to me is more, uh, that makes more sense. But the the claim that he's not an outsider, uh, he's not, I mean, yes, he was the governor, but governors have run as, quote, outsiders my entire adult life. Yeah, so George, George, I don't, George Bush being the prime example there. Yeah, total outsider George yeah, Bush yeah, was, right. Yeah, yeah. So, what, what, so did you see the video that... Um, that Robinson put out, and then it got taken down. But of course, um, yeah. right, well, it was taken down because the apparently, like somebody said, uh, pointed out that it was a shot. He said it was shot in his office or something, and so they took it down. But uh, I, I expect it to be back up, and it's on YouTube as well. But um, the 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 key for me, like two things. Number one, he he took head on the criticism that um, that by running for another office so soon. It's sort of ladder climbing, you know, and that's a concern. Until you've heard, until you've heard of Obama, yeah. Well, yeah. So. <laughs> but I don't well, know. That's all I would say. There. Just go Obama, yeah. But. All right, 
Right. Well, but sometimes people could say they're like, hey, we put you into this office and you're not even, you know, you're only there not even two years and you're already looking to make a move. Now, I think that that criticism is sort of uh, undermined by the fact that it's the lieutenant governor's position. Yeah, and yeah. let's be honest. I mean, that's not really. It's a spring. <laughs> that's a, a spring. Power. It's a campaign seat. Yes. Yeah. So like that's of all offices, this argument doesn't. Uh, stick as well on that office, I think. And then the other, um, the other argument is that he said, look, you know, he's, he's been getting people, you know, nationally that have been encouraging him, imploring him to run. Uh, they're, you know, promising him money and stuff, uh, obviously, and support. And he got a tweet the other day from Congressman Dan Bishop from Charlotte, um, who was a county commissioner down there when Pat McCrory was the mayor. So, like, they were all in that, you know, in the GOP trenches together at the time. And Dan Bishop is encouraging Robinson, saying he's the right guy for this moment. You know, bring it on, I think he said. Um, And so he's getting a lot of encouragement. He's getting uh, endorsements, if you will, like, you know, behind the scenes. People are willing to, to back him. And he's growing more and more concerned, as he said in the video, with the way things are trending in Congress and with, you know, yesterday's announcement that they're going to try to, the Democrats are going to try to pack the courts, and we all no, know what that's about. No, you, that's not what no. he said. Hold on. And t- some people what? will say we're packing the court. We're not packing it. We're unpacking it. They're unpacking oh my the God. court, Pete. There's Jerry just, Nadler said so. Jerry Nadler is a liar. That is a lie. Court packing has a definition. Historically speaking, it was FDR trying to pack the court, meaning add seats so he can stuff his people on the court as a means to intimidate the Supreme Court into approving his plans. And they did. It worked. It's an intimidation racket. And that's what the Democrats are doing right now. Court packing does not mean filling vacancies. Okay, And anybody who tells you that is a liar, and they are attempting to mislead you for their own political benefit. And so they are, they are attempting to pack the court, which would be, I can't, I mean, like, there are a few things that I think would, well, it, 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 would, it would destroy any faith. Because honestly, like, from my personal position, I would not value anything that came from the courts ever again. Any if, Supreme Court ruling after that yes. is completely illegitimate because of what you guys did. Now, if you're trying to engage in iconoclasm and tear down the institutions of America in order to create some sort of, you know, Marxist vision of whatever uh, you're trying to implement, then go ahead. This is the way to do it. And I think Robinson sees that threat. And if you're looking to God, as he said, he is, he's, you know, they're praying about it. They're looking Mm -hmm. for a sign. And as I was watching the video and I'm thinking of this this old story of the guy in the flood, you know, his neighbor says, hey, it's starting to flood, get in my truck, we'll get out of here. He says, no, no, I'm praying to God, God will save me, he'll, you know, send me a sign. And then the flood waters rise and he's on his roof, and a guy in a boat comes by, says, hey, get in the boat. And he says, I'm waiting for God, show me a sign. And then uh, uh, flood waters rise again, he's on the top of the chimney, and a helicopter comes by, hey, get on. He's like, I'm waiting for God to save me, I'm waiting for a sign. And then he dies, yeah. he drowns. Talks he to goes God, to heaven yeah. and God... Yeah, and God says, he says, oh, God, I was waiting for a sign. What happened? Why didn't you save me? He says, did you not get the truck? Did you not get the boat? Yeah. Did you not get the helicopter? Right. right. So at some point, do you so see you all of these think signs? That, you think Jerry Nadler and, and this, his idiot contingent, which includes Hank Guam's going to over, tip over Johnson, I might point out. You yeah. think yeah, them yeah. running this up the flagpole <laughs> yesterday could be indicative of that's a sign? Uh, maybe. maybe and the Second Amendment stuff. The, yeah, I mean, because yeah. uh, this is the, this was the issue that propelled Robinson into office, right? Changed the whole course of his life. Right. Um, was just going down to a city council meeting and making making what was one of the most powerful speeches. Of people. Yeah, 
Yeah, and off the cuff, no prepared remarks. And, like, that's one of the things, like, when you see this guy speak, he has this thing, right? He has this it. Uh, and, you know, you I, don't know P, what it is, P, like, Bill Clinton. To, we're going to have to leave it there. I'm just, I'm, I'm, i got to hit this break in, like, five seconds. But I want to remind oh, okay, people. Okay, go for it. Uh, uh, Pete show dot com, and uh, we'll pick this up with Pete next week, and I'm sure we'll be talking about the same thing. Thanks, man. All right, buddy. All right, and we'll be back. Hang on. Ten years of news, twice an hour, and smart talk all day. Ninety four five WPTI in the Triad, and one zero six one FM Talk in the Triangle. Okay, 836 here on the uh, KCO Day radio program. Phone number 888-934-7874. Let's see here. Do, 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 do. So uh, they uh, they gave the death penalty on Twitter to uh, James O'Keefe. Don't know if you saw this. He is uh, out uh, right after he dropped a series of videos showing CNN being CNN, talking about how... Um, was there, who was it? Was their, uh, their content director, their tech director, talking about uh, exactly how they went through the process and making sure Trump wouldn't be reelected? Undercover video, Veritas, James O'Keefe out. What they say is he was manipulating it with multiple accounts. He says he wasn't. They're going to go do themselves a, um, uh, a lawsuit. I guess it's going to be filed today. That, coupled with um, another story, and many of you have sent this. And it is a little bonkers because it's kind of like it's kind of like you're in prison and they're reading your mail and grabbing it on the way. So Facebook has not just disallowed the posting of the New York Post article that outlined the four homes purchased by the Marxist self-proclaimed Marxist leader of the uh, the national BMN, uh, BLM organization, uh, but you can't even instant message it or whatever it's called you couldn't message it on facebook from one person to another so something that will never publicly be seen just a message between you and another individual facebook has disallowed your ability to privately message it protecting the sacred cow that is uh blm in this instance and what was the story the story it the story was that somebody who is a rejecter of capitalism, a proponent of Marxism, has a significant influx of money coming in from a variety of sources, either known and in some cases not known. And and here's the thing. If she's selling books and people want to say have her come out and say things about whatever, and they want to pay her to take the stage and do that, and they feel that there's value there, I don't have, this woman can buy as many houses as she wants. I don't care. The reason people were highlighting it is for one of the main reasons that people do a lot of stories. Hypocrisy. Hypocrisy is a huge news driver, right? You have a, you have a Republican member of Congress who, uh, who said something about how uh, marriage between a man and a woman is the only right thing because that's what the Bible says. But... He just so happened to roll into a bathroom there in Minneapolis and play foot tappy so he could get hook up with a dude. That's a huge story in the eyes of the media. And the reason it's huge is because hypocrisy, hypocrisy rules the day. 
when it comes to news selection. So the story about her buying four homes in places like Topanga Canyon, which, by the way, is a very nondescript thing. And they go, well, the, and I think that's what they're hanging their hat on. They're like, well, they ID'd where she lived. She called it white supremacist harassment. She bought a home in Topanga Canyon. Topanga Canyon is a kind of big place, but is not so big that if you really put down, you know, you started searching and going through property records, you couldn't find it. But I've never seen a story of a Hollywood star, many who live in Topanga Canyon or any of the canyons there uh, uh, as you head into Hollywood, I've never seen anyone go, oh, you can't say that Barbara Streisand, who lives in, you know, pick one of the canyons there, uh, has a home there. That's never been something that's been denied because it's too specific. Or Michael Jackson's Neverland Ranch in Los Olivos. Los Olivos is a very small town in the San Inez Valley up there. Everybody knew where it was because people would parade and drive by it. But yet, they've decided that that is a bridge too far for this article, and Facebook has went and put the kibosh on it. But more importantly, put the kibosh on the ability to even send it to a friend. And considering New York Post was the ones who had their Hunter Biden stuff stalled by Twitter, it kind of sounds like they've been picked as a target. And there's nothing wrong with that story. People can decide whether they think it's hypocritical or not. Because, again, the issue is not that she bo- she bought four houses. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. This new solar generator has double the capacity and is expandable, so you can run big appliances like your fridge even longer. And best of all, the new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and never needs gas ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Go right now to 4 slash on the right to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. So go to 4 slash on the right. That's 4Patriots, the number 4, Patriots.com slash on the right. Some people own four houses. Some people, in either because they live at all of them, Bernie Sanders owns three, or they own rental properties too, which is a thing. So uh, anyway, you got that insanity going on. Speaking of the internet, just because you see a tutorial how-to video on uh, on the internet doesn't mean you should do it, okay? I'll give you an example. Every time a new iPhone comes out, what happens? Somebody makes a, a BS. Do you remember the first iPhone that didn't have the headphone jack? And people put these really, really well-produced tutorial videos about how you can just drill? Well, you just can't drill. You've got to find, find a specific spot. Yes, there was a specific spot. And drill where it should be. Where it should be. <laughs> With a with a uh, with a metric, you know, right, it's got to be the right bit, yeah, yeah. And so then, the headphones fit. And then if you put that, if you drill that in there, then the headphones work. 
And then what happens? Or or they've had a new phone come out, and now they're waterproof with the update. Or no, it was a new update that came out that made them waterproof. That was the ridiculousness. When in reality, obviously, a digital update does nothing for the hardware. So people put this stuff up. Two drunk friends say they had to be hospitalized with swollen sports cars. <clears throat> so I guess it did work. Um Sports cars being the code word for that uh, male part of the body. Uh, after injecting each other with hemorrhoid cream, after that, which according to a YouTube tutorial offering bogus tips with standard household items, could give them a larger sports car. In the video, the two were instructed to inject themselves with hemorrhoid cream to boost the size Doctors who treated the unidentified pair revealed they suffered from a progressive painful swelling. So, again, sounds marginally successful. And there were very real concerns with infection as a result of of that. Um, Obviously, they then had to give them more injections because they got to make sure that they're not going to get infected there. Medics fearing that the cream uh, would block lymph nodes um, ended up having to lacerate and remove. Two then were prescribed painkillers, and um, there you go. According, (laughs) According to officials, they feel that the YouTube tutorial video might have been a joke. I mean, maybe they just didn't do it right. Like communism or <laughs> yeah, socialism? Yeah, yeah, you need to try it again. So they just, it, it will work. You just have to make it work right. I mean, you've really got to want it. Dr. Rich Vinay um, uh, says in the story, he said, the problem is you have two amateurs under the influence of alcohol injecting a product not designed to be injected there under the guidance of a YouTube video that may have been a joke. Yeah, that pretty well lays it out. And while ultimately it will augment the appearance, uh, it does carry risks of scarring, infection, poor results, and even loss of function. So encourage people not, not to consult YouTube videos for uh, what is essentially plastic surgery. So uh, there you go, no matter how much alcohol you've had. All right, so look, if we saved one person from maybe that was your plans this weekend, right? Maybe you, were get, you saw the video, you're excited, you got the turkey baster or the syringe or whatever. and the Right, you're excited to see your buddy because you both got the vaccine. <laughs> yeah, you finally, yeah. You know, give each other a, a man hug mm-hmm. and pound it. There yeah. you go. Yeah, pound what? Pound and then, it. Uh, okay. <laughs> and then uh, this was going to be your weekend. Now, um, now you're going to have to find something else to do. Okay? Maybe you can go hunt up garden gnomes, which apparently there's a shortage of. All right, Ray Stajic from the Weather Channel. Yeah, did you hear this? There's going to be a garden gnome uh, shortage. Garden gnomes shortage. Garden gnomes. Interesting. So, Interesting. Why would that be? So that ship, the one that got stuck in the canal that they're hold, essentially Egypt's holding hostage, it was holding, one of the main things it was carrying was tons and tons of garden accessories and equipment, oh. Um, oh. which are very hot demand right now because a lot of people being home are gardening more and it's spring. And, and so uh, the guy who essentially runs a conglomerate of uh, garden centers or whatever their organ their labor their uh, labor organization was says that they're very concerned uh-huh. that there'll be a garden gnome shortage. So among other things, oh. 
Oh my goodness! Well, and Ross the has a garden. garden. Gnomes. Yeah, Ross has a garden gnome in his studio, and he's trying to sell it for a thousand dollars because he's an opportunist. Oh, oh yeah. Well, well, he is. You know, just like him to take advantage of people like that. Yeah, well, guys hey, like us, we yeah, would yeah, never capitalism, supply and demand. We right? would, yeah, well, no, yeah, no, I, I guess take, that's true. I'm taking advantage of people that want to know them, and I can supply it for a thousand. Yeah, you can for, supply it for a thousand dollars. But you're That's getting right. the you problem. The problem is, is you're getting into that window of is it easier to pay a thousand dollars or is it easier to hire a little person to stand still all day? Right? Or easier Get an just actor. to say I can I can skip the gnome, right? No. Well, if your wife no. wants to know, what are you going to do, right? <laughs> well, that's true. If the wife wants it, then we've got to make exceptions. I'm, Absolutely. I'm proud to announce that Roscoe Products, our gnome department, we are expanding our division. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Nice. LLC or incorporated. <laughs> yes, this will make a big difference exactly. when you get sued. Um, anyway, right. so what's uh, what's is a good garden gnome gardening weather or what? Yeah, great gardening weather next few days. Um, beautiful this morning, lots of sunshine. Seen a few clouds in spots, and I think that'll be the trend today. Highs uh, will be in the upper sixties tonight, in the forties. Tomorrow, upper sixties again, and clouds with maybe a passing shower. Certainly not enough rain to cancel any outdoor plans or impact uh, weekend travel. Sunday looks good. Cloud, sun, milder, low 70s. And then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, low to mid-70s with a mix of clouds and sunshine each day. So uh, going on a pretty good run here, especially late weekend and, again, into the early and middle part of next week. But there is another cold front that may try to get here later next week and cool us off once again. Okay. Well, we'll wait for it. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Have a good weekend. Yeah, you too. And we'll come back chat with Jeff Ballinger next. Hang on. FM Talk and 94.5 WPTI, two stations driving the best in talk. This is Casey O'Day and Carolina's Morning News. 8.53, your Bloomberg update being brought to you by Containers for Less. That's containers, the number four less.com. Jeff Bellinger, what's going on? Well, good morning, KC, and happy Friday. Uh, stocks uh, rallied yesterday, and the futures are higher this morning, so we could build on yesterday's gains. Dow futures are up 64 points at the moment. We have oil on track for the biggest weekly gain since early March on optimism about the economic recovery. And we just got another blowout uh, report from Washington showing that housing starts surged nearly 19.5% in March. The pace of groundbreakings for houses and departments exceeded the bullish forecast from economists, builders were starting new housing projects at an annual grade of more than 1.7 million. Still have a lot of questions over when the pause in the use of the Johnson & Johnson COVID-19 vaccine will end. An advisor to the Centers for Disease Control says the pause could stretch on for weeks, but Dr. Anthony Fauci does not agree. He expects the shot to get back on track quickly. The CDC advisors meet again next week to consider the vaccine. Bank of America plans to start reopening locations once half of the local staff are vaccinated. The bank says that could happen by early September. B of A CEO Brian Moynihan told Bloomberg that meeting in person is important for workforce education and camaraderie, and it helps to support city economics. American Airlines is recalling more of its workers. 200 flight attendants who are currently on leave have been asked to return to work for flights starting in July. Norwegian Cruise Lines has asked the Centers for Disease Control for a response to its plan to resume cruising from American ports 
this summer. Norwegian says it did not get a response from the agency after submitting a proposal to restart in July. The company says it's confident that 100% vaccination of guests and crew, a phased-in launch, and other protocols will allow for safe operations. It looks like a case of a can't beat them, join them, KC. The National Football League dropped its opposition to legal betting on its games. The NFL has signed deals partnering with three major gaming companies. Caesars Entertainment, DraftKings, and FanDuel will be allowed to use NFL trademarks now, and also uh, they'll have access to official league data. So did you see that there's another shortage that emanated from that ship getting stuck now? I, I don't think so. Garden gnomes. Really, I did not. Yeah, garden equipment, but garden gnomes. Do you garden, by the way? I do not. Oh, okay. All right. Because I was going to say, my, Ross has a garden gnome he's selling for $1,000 because he wants to take advantage of the uh, shortage. So. Oh, I see. Well, have him put it on eBay and see, see what uh, see what yeah. he gets. All right. All right. Thanks, <laughs> okay. Jeff. Have a good weekend. Have, you have a good weekend. Take care, right, Casey. Bye. All right. Check gardening off on our – we're trying to – we still, to this day, are trying to figure out what his hobby is. So not dancing, not gardening, not sports, not movies. What is left? Really? <laughs> you think it's rocking the black lipstick and the glow sticks and the ecstasy and over the, the weekend? The black leather, yes, in his basement. <laughs> Man, what will it be? One day we'll, one day we'll stumble upon it. By the way, people are upset. So I, I was mentioning earlier I got asked for this project here. And I, 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 I'm not going to give you all the details, but basically like, hey, why don't you pick a playlist or some songs that you like? And nobody ever asked the talk radio guys what they like, because we're talk radio losers. So I was very excited. So Ross and I put our heads together, and I have to submit three songs that would be on the playlist. So we have, obviously, Ross wanted that, Darud, Sandstorm. Uh, we have Enigma doing Gregorian chanting, and Cardi B with WAP. So... Some, but other people are like, you should put like Barbie Girl or Macarena on there. No, no, no. By the way, Macarena, that's... Do you understand what's going on with that song? You ever had it explained to you? Never. I didn't know. I just know there's a stupid dance involved. There's a stupid dance, and you hear some of the lyrics in English and then the rest in Spanish. Once you understand what they're saying in Spanish, you understand the story. And it's... Her- All right, so you ready? Everybody's sitting down? Everybody's sitting down? This is what... This is what the song, The Macarena, is about. And if you don't believe me when I'm done telling you, go check my work. The story is about a woman whose boyfriend is going to join the army, so he leaves, so she has a threesome with his two best friends while he's gone. What? (laughs) Fun song now, huh? Yeah, but I remember them on Oprah when I was a kid. There's no way. I remember the president. Like, uh, uh, ah, right. That's what the song's about. It, it was everywhere. She, she's telling these guys, I don't like him anyway. He's a jerk. Come on. So, uh, yeah, couple Jodies, essentially. That's the song. That's what the Macarena is about. Her getting freaky with her boyfriend who has to go do military services. Friends. Together with the two but, of them. But we did a, like a line dance to that in middle school at the yeah, homecoming did. dance. Yeah, you did. <laughs> is that crazy or what? It is. Remember the first time somebody said that, I'm like, oh, whatever. I don't remember Casey Kasem introducing it that way. No, you're absolutely right but, for I the mean, long distance dedication. Right, and yeah. they always used to do their research. Remember, like, you'd find crazy stuff. How come you never mentioned that one? 
Oh, I don't know, because that's horrific <laughs> and ruins everyone's childhood. Happy Friday. Go look it up. That's true. Yeah, go look it up, everybody. We would not lead you astray, would we, Royal Majesty? How dare you? Uh, hey, you know what? We're, uh, we spit the truth. It's what we do. Excuse me, it's ma'am. I have no it idea what you're ma'am. talking. I'm just filling time. Here's Ross when he just found out. Oh, no. Oh, dear God, no. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.